This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Leonard against Butler, far side. Jabbing and driving. Pull up jumper in the air. Good. Oh, Kawhi shakes and bakes and cooks a deuce. 106-94. That's that next level play. You're squared off one-on-one. The shot clock's winding down. Just find something. Kawhi gets that shot. Cooks a deuce. Okay. Hey. Kawhi 5. You know that I'm going to use that all season long, but tonight it's apropos. Very fitting. Because the star player, Kawhi Leonard, and the Raptors improved to a Kawhi 5-0 on the season with a 112-105 victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves down here at the Scotia Bank Arena. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Honestly, Kawhi Leonard had scored 35 points tonight, Dwayne. I feel like he could have scored 50 tonight if he really wanted to. He was in rhythm. Nothing was forced. If he actually went out and wanted that tonight, he could have reached the half-century mark. No problem. The guy makes the game look very easy. Almost, It's like when you watch him, like you said, he could have scored 50 effortlessly. And I think the thing is his ability to get his shot off, you know, whether it's jumpers, whether it's going to the basket from the three-point line, it's, it's so effortless that it looks like it's not really worked for him. And I think... 5-0, and no. Raptors fans, if you weren't aware or familiar with Kawhi Leonard or <laughs> no, weren't sure about what the Raptors were getting, you know now. I mean, he had a great night, 35 points. But also, I mean, Jimmy Butler had a 23 points, but kind of that kind of meaningless, I really felt. I mean, he wasn't getting it done in the offense. He wasn't making an impact on the game like Kawhi was. Every time he had the ball, there was action on the defensive end as well, too. And a lot of them came late, those points for yeah. Jimmy Butler. Seriously, here tonight, it's a 112-105 final, but it seemed like so much more. Like, the Raptors were in control, really throughout some mini runs, which kind of kept the game close, but the Raptors took that lead early, and they just would not relinquish it. Yeah, and in a way that where, you know, Kyle Lowry didn't have what the kind of game he had this season in terms of, like, dominating from the perimeter and shooting three ball. Um, but he was kind of like, you know, finding his spots, helping his teammates get better. And, you know, Serge had a good game. JV had a good game. But it wasn't that total domination. But right. this team doesn't need to come out and, like, shove it down your throat to let you know that you've been owned. It's, it's funny because we'll get into Kyle Lowry's performance tonight. There's some nights where he just kicks it into Tom Cruise control and just lets others be the yeah. ones who get theirs. And there was that kind of night. Uh, you could share your thoughts. Like, this 5-0 and start... Toronto, we're asking you, what's impressed you the most about this Raptors team over the first week of the season at Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson? We will take your phone calls a little bit later on, and we'll be going downstairs to hear from the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, live as soon as he is behind the podium. But this was a night, there were some good Raptors performances, but maybe not a complete team effort. But when you have a star player like Kawhi Leonard, he sees you through the tough times, some highlight real buckets was solid defensively against an elite you know a, a scorer in this league and yep. jimmy butler th- that's what you get from Kawhi leonard when the going gets tough i mean he just gets going yeah i mean he makes up for the lack of you know we look at this team we talk about the depth of this team a guy like delon Wright who's been hurt for part of the season a guy like fred vanvliet who wasn't hurt wasn't able to go tonight but you don't really notice you don't notice the absence. And Fred's a guy that's key to this team because when he plays at that high level, he makes up for the Well, I feel like you noticed that tonight. But you were able to yes. make up for that by having a player like Kawhi thank Leonard. You, thank you. Exactly. That's exactly what I mean because it would have been way more efficient if Fred was there, but you can still, it's not a crisis situation. And I think that's 
the have this franchise having the ability of a player who can get those shots whatever he needs to. I mean, he made that baseline jump run on Derrick Rose to kind of put the game away, and Derrick Rose just hung his head in defeat because <laughs> no he's too long to shoot over you. He's too quick to get around you, and that's that's the difference he is. The, the word that you like to use about Kawhi Leonard is efficient. 15 of 23 from the field tonight. Only took 14 shots from the field on Monday. Tonight had to do a little bit more and stepped up his productivity in terms of, you know, just being more of an offensive weapon. Yeah, and he's yeah, and that's the thing. What I like, too, tonight about it, you know, Kawhi's getting his shots. That's, not ever, that's never in question. But tonight he did it in a way that it wasn't forced. It was very easy. It was very natural and very, very tough to cover. And I think that's the, that's the difference when you got to, like, Kawhi right. and then you got Kyle who can do his thing and you got the cast of other characters to step up. And how do you how do you match up on that? Well, that, and, and that's the thing. I love how you, you, you put that, Dwayne, because some players, when they get their 35 points or they take their 23 shots, a lot of it's forced. Yeah. How many of these Kawhi Leonard shots were forced here tonight? They, did, they didn't feel forced. And it's more importantly, like, his play of late, you, he kind of forced some shots. Nothing felt forced with what he does. No, no. And and I like how he's kind of stepping up his regimen, stepping up what he's able to do on a game-to-game basis. And look, Friday night against Dallas, he's going to have ample rest. Dallas coming in off a loss, and yeah. the Raptors with a chance to set a franchise record for wins to start a season. Let's hear from the head coach, Nick Nurse. He is behind the podium. Again, we got to find we got to find some right combinations, you know, a little bit, <clears throat> some of that. But, uh, you know, again, uh, we're, we're – Trying to play and wanting to get down and play it. Um, uh, I think there were some really good stretches, some really really dominant stretches of defense. But there's all it was also again as as any coach tells you after any game, there's there's some mistakes there, right? There's some mistakes that we want to try to clean up a little bit and get a little bit more dominant on and and string string stops together. <clears throat> but yeah, we got some guys that can play D. The wing defense with Kawhi and OG been able to mix them and match them. Is it kind of great? Does that give you as a coach? Well, it's it's obviously. Uh, I think they're both really um, similar with OG just being younger, right? They got they got some strength. They got some great anticipation. Again, they got some want to. They got some pride. Um, so it's it's nice, right? It's nice because that's a that's a tough defi- uh, position to defend in this league, right? And to be able to to have a couple guys that can do it and and one kind on the rise is is nice. When they make as many threes as they made at such a high percentage. That well, or you're not defending well enough. Well, <clears throat> let me just take a look here. They made 15 of them. Um, I think Rose made a couple. Probably gonna take our chances there. I think he came into the game like 17% from three, so we're probably trying to help on Towns and Butler on him. Gibson threw one in two, I think, and that's a similar scenario. Um, and they made a, they, they kind of just started shooting them all about every time down the floor when they got when they got down. I mean, our game plan was, was, was to swarm Towns and Butler a little bit, and I think we did a really good job of that. And they, they did make some kickouts, and those guys uh, stepped in and made some. So um, we, they, they are number one team in the scoring in the paint, right? So we were really trying to send, send multiple bodies to the paint. And if I look down here, we outscored them 58-38 in the paint. So that was pretty good execution by our guys to take it at them and, and to keep them out of the paint. Uh, Jonas and Serge splitting time. Neither of them are playing a ton of minutes, but they seem to both be making the most of their minutes. What have you seen from them that have sort of allowed them to be as efficient as they've been this the season? Well, <clears throat> they both played very well tonight. Right? I, I, I'm trying to add up the numbers here, but 31 points between them at the center, right, and uh, 16 rebounds. It's p- pretty good productivity there out of that spot. 
Um, I don't know. I guess that's that's five good games for Serge from my standpoint, and and he probably deserved to come back in a little earlier. But I thought Jonas was rolling on one, and you know we've talked about that too. He was he was having a he was having a heck of a run out there, and and being big and making shots and doing all kinds of stuff. So he got a little little bit probably more of extended run, even though the matchup probably favored Serge with with Towns. I know you've been in this year about getting some more threes up or looking for more opportunities yep. to get the threes up. Are you happy to see? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think they got their choice, right? If we're, if they're going to try to send two to the ball when we turn the corner, you know, we got guys hitting the paint, and you know, they don't have much choice. If he's back out there and they want to send one of their bigs to rim protect, uh, it's nice to be able to to hurt them, you know, from from that. And and uh, our guys did a really good job. Only one I can remember, but they did a really good job of taking it deep and getting it back out to him. And that's not easy too because they're a good kind of deflection team on that kind of stuff. You know, you saw they got one late where we would have been his third, probably three in a row, but they got their hands up and tipped it away and, <clears throat> and got a turnover off it. But but pretty good job of, of finding him. Question before the game, you are talking about uh, Norm, uh, Norm's play. Uh, what did you see in the game today? Look, he was doing pretty well. Well, you know, he had, so he had a really good stretch, and I, and I would say that he did an excellent job considering it gave him such a short stint in his first run, I, I don't know what it was. It couldn't have been more than four minutes. It might have been two minutes. So, something something happened in the rotation, and they made a big run back, and that group was playing, you know, and he just had checked in. So he had a real short stint, which usually doesn't bode too well for a, for a player um, mentally or, or whatever. But I've, you know, I've kind of told him that he's got to be ready for, you know, I may stick him in at the end of a quarter for a play, and he hasn't played for 11 minutes and 45 seconds, and he's got to be ready for that stuff. So... I'm pretty proud of him, really, for, for the way he responded in the second half. He was part of a nice run there. Kawhi seems to be going from strength to strength. What are you seeing in his game each out? Oh, well, I think the ball's going in, right? I thought I thought opening night he was 9 for 22, and I, and I said, geez, he could have been about 18 for 22 that night, right? Just where he's getting to spots and getting clearance. And, and uh, there's only a couple of those that are really tough. Right, like they they stay up in him and and really challenge, and he probably makes two out of three of those too. Right, so so he was getting such good clearance in the opening games. I figured it would just be a matter of time before he had a uh, 15 for 23, right, instead of a nine for 22. The just tightened up. Yep, yep, just just uh, didn't feel quite right, and he exactly right. He said he just felt tight, so he had to go, and I, and LB. Incredible job, right? He came in and early I, I overran Danny in the first half a little bit, so brought uh, LB in to get Kyle off the ball and let him uh, get a different look at the game. And I thought LB did a heck of a job, played 12 straight minutes there. Pretty good. Thank you, yep, thanks a lot. There you go, head coach of your Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, after the 112-105 victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves for the Raptors to improve to 5-0 on the season. Gareth Wheeler at Wheeler TSN, Dwayne Watson at Dwayne Watson. Uh, anything catch your ear, what, uh, what Nick Nurse had to say? Tweet us, let us know. The phone lines will be open in a few moments' time as well. What about you, Dwayne? Anything that you hear right there? We did get confirmation on DeLon Wright just right. signed up, played five minutes, coming back from that injury. It just for me, the fact that he didn't come in just said to me that something's not yeah, right, and he, he may need some more time. Which is fine. I mean, they gave it a go, and I mean, like we said, we talked before, the team doesn't need to have him right now, but they need to have a long term, so they have to do the right thing with him. But uh, in terms of what Coach Nurse said about sticking to the game plan, I mean, the Timberwolves shot the ball well, 15 for 30 from three. We saw a lot of the corner threes from the same spot. They said, hey, 
these guys aren't a good three-point shooting team. They're a good interior team, and we're going to actually throw the bodies of them and win that battle on the points in the paint. So stick to the strategies. And I mean, you never say you don't want to trade twos for threes, but you're going to live with Tolliver or Taj Gibson or Derek Rose shooting that three right. ball, right? And Steve Simmons asked that question, and it's a good one because the Timberwolves, I mean, that's how they hung in the game. Yeah. 15 of 30 from distance. Did you see anything when it came to the Raptors defensively? Like, Coach Nurse turned to other elements of the game where the Raptors were absolutely in control, and he's spot on in terms of guys like Gibson and Rose and Tolliver right. making them. Like, if they're going to make those shots, you tip your cap from time to time. But was there anything that you saw in terms of the defensive rotations? Well, I think, well, it speaks to what Coach Nurse was trying to do because a lot of the, the threes were kickouts on dribble penetration in the paint, and they'd find the guy in the baseline. So if they're trying to control the paint, they're gonna kind of they're gonna gamble and have the extra bodies in there and not on the perimeter. But you know, I think you got to suit your defensive strategy to kind of who you're playing against. And I think they felt confident in terms of letting some of those guys get their shot, shot off. And it, you know, it worked for the, the Timberwolves, but it didn't work for what they wanted to get into the paint. I want to address the five position for the Toronto Raptors, the Abaka Valanciunas connection, and how they have really come together to make yeah. that position absolutely solid for the Raptors. And the night that was for Kawhi, uh, not for Kawhi Leonard, that is Kyle Lowry. Quiet but efficient yet again. You're also going to hear from Jonas Valanciunas in conversation with Kate Burness. That's coming up. And the phone lines are open, Toronto, 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Toll free at one 855 591-6876 Call me up, I'm Wheels He's Watson, neither of us will bite Well, at least hard We do have some bark, however Light up these phone lines Your Toronto Raptors are 5-0 and to start the season Another comfortable performance in a win tonight Over the Timberwolves uh, Kawhi Leonard is 7th career 35-point game And the Raptors 5-0 and Tied for their best start through five games in franchise history. They also started 5-0 in 2015, 2016. Things looking good, Toronto. We want to hear from you as the Tangerine Raptors postgame show rolls on right here on TSN 1050. Valanciunas up top, sets the feet, launches a three, and knocks it down again in the bottom of the well. And he trots back like, I got this. 86-74, Raptors by 12, JV dropping threes. I can't take Paul Jones or Matt Devlin's lines, like death taxes, JV threes. How about, uh, you knownness it was going to drop. That three-point <laughs> three shot, when it comes in yeah. Valanciunas' hands, it looks decent. It was two of three on the night from distance. JV, three of his 16 as the Raptors go on to a 112-105 victory. I Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Phone lines are open at 416-870-1050. Tool free at 1-855-591-6876. What has impressed you most, Toronto, about this Kawhi 5-0 and start to the season? Sorry, it was a work in progress. Oh, Five. You know what? Need some more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's like every time he gets the ball at the three-point line, the perimeter. It was a novelty before you want to shoot it, but he has a good release. Like he has the space, he should take that shot. Let's hear from the big man, Valanciunas, sixteen points, nine rebounds on seven eleven shooting, two three point makes in just twenty minutes. He caught up with Kate Burness of TSN post game. Jonas, you know it's a good night when you hit two three-pointers. How nice was it to contribute so much in this one? It is nice. It is nice. Any any shot you make is nice, so it doesn't need to be two three-pointers. This team now 5-0. Oh, you've matched the 
best start in franchise history. Has it sunk in just how much talent is here and how much potential is on this Raptors team? We have a lot. We have a lot of potential. We have a lot of talent. We're playing great, but, you know, uh, we can talk about that over and over again, but we got to keep doing it. It's long season ahead of us, so we cannot relax and uh, be happy with the five wins in a row. We got we to gotta go and, and get more. And finally, you have Dallas coming into town on Friday. It's been a hectic start to the schedule. How do you keep the momentum going? <laughs> I mean, uh, schedule is schedule. You know, we got to go there and play. You know, we, we, we're not looking for excuses now. Appreciate it, JV. Congrats Thank on you. a great game tonight. Thank you. There you go. Valachunas is game tight tonight, 16 points. And, Dwayne, I think it's worthwhile to mention how Nick Nurse, had, and I give full credit to the coaching staff here, they found the right combination, yeah. putting a Bach at the five in tandem with Valanciunas instead of trying to play the two together. It just provided balance. Like, look, tonight the two combined for twenty, uh, sorry, 14 made shots on 21 shot attempts, 31 combined points, and 16 combined rebounds. It's like he's found a good mix, and you heard him in his postgame, Nick Nurse, saying, well, I wanted to get Serge back in because he's playing well, but Valanciunas was rolling, so I think the coaching staff has done a nice job not only feeling out the process, but acknowledging that the two players are better off playing apart rather than together. Yeah, we talked about this in the pregame show with Josh Lundberg, and the thing is, both of these guys have bought into the situation where they're not going to get the starts of the minutes they're used to, but they're able to play. And even what Kochner said in the postgame, he said he was rolling against Carl Towns, and that's the matchup you kind of yeah. didn't want JV to be in there. And that kind of shows that you can still have him in certain situations where he might not be accustomed to, but still excel. And the, the five spot has been powerful for this team. Like that's, that's, we talked about, we've kind of mused about like who was the third important, like who's the third offensive output for this team. But it's really, so far, it's been like, Whoever's playing center. Well, and and I think it just brings a level of stability because you yep. have two different types of players to play the position. Yep. That's why I keep on using the word balance. Yeah, there's balance there. Like JV Pirtle, okay, two traditional centers. Now you got two guys in Valanciunas and Ibaka that can not only rebound, block shots, be big bodies, but can step out and hit a three. But they kind of play in a different way. And for this team, balance is such a strong word because we talk about Kawhi Leonard and Kyle and the starting units, and the second unit has. Still has balance. I mean, like we're talking about two all-star players, and the second unit can still compete with that first unit, and that's key. And we have that kind of depth. It's hard to beat a team that good. Uh, let's hear from you, Toronto four one six eight seven zero ten fifty four one six eight seven zero ten fifty toll free at one eight five 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 nine one six eight seven six. Batting leadoff tonight. Let's go down to the Hammer, Hamilton, Ontario. Sag, welcome to the post-game show. Say hello to Dwayne Watson, Sag. How's it going, Dwayne? What's up, you guys Saj? have been doing a great job covering the team. Thanks, pal. Appreciate the kind words. How about you put some kind words on the on this Raptors team? Because man, oh man, they deserve it out of the shoot here this season. Uh, all right, here it goes. So, firstly, I've been a Raptors fan since tip-off back in '95. Uh, right on. And back in those days at the Sky Dome, people would come into the Sky Dome and they would know they could beat the Raptors. But the opposite has now happened all these years later. When you come into the, uh, what, Scotiabank Center, as they call it now, Scotiabank Arena, there's a certain level of fear that's developing amongst the competition. And I think we need to enjoy this as a city. We know that we've been a good basketball town, but these Raptors are the most balanced team I've ever seen uh, playing in the city. And I'm so excited that uh, the wins are piling up. 
Now, there's one stat that I wanted to share with you guys, if you guys could verify. Sure. Uh, I saw it on uh, Mark Strong's Instagram. He had posted that um, the Raptors are the first team in the past 30, or the second team in the past 30 years to be 4-0 and and score 110 points. Now, that stat can even be better now because he scored over 110, and now we're 5-0. and So what are your thoughts? Uh, if, that, if that stat means anything, and are we championship caliber now? Well, I'll say this, Saj. I think things are changing in this league, and our, our play-by-play guy extraordinaire, Paul Jones, brought up the fact that the Raptors haven't kept a team under 100 points. The thing is, the NBA is just so much more offensive this year. Teams are averaging over six points more per game this season yeah. than they did even last year. So I kind of throw out some of those stats out the window. I think it's all about how you come up with those points and manage the tempo of the game. And for me, rather than the... You you know, the, the 112, 150, whatever they're averaging right now, and they're putting up significant points, it's the game management that stands out to me, Dwayne, just the fact that they're so composed in doing so. Yeah, I mean, the milestones are great, but of course, if this team goes 10-0, which they very well could be to start the season, I'm probably not going to remember in April that they did that. It's kind of what they're doing in April. But the way this team is playing is what's giving me this confidence. When you mentioned championship caliber, this team right now is looking like the best team in the Eastern Conference, and I think everyone kind of felt they could on paper, but you're seeing what they can put together, and they're not really fully even there yet. And the depth that we've seen from before with this bench mob and adding a player like Kawhi Lowry, Kawhi, Kawhi, listen, yeah, well, Kawhi Lowry sure. that, that hybrid monster is fantastic, and Danny Green, too, that poise is fantastic. Right, and you're going to have those nights where the team just has an off-shooting night, the ball's not dropping, you're not getting the calls. I get that, but with this group, there's so many different ways that they can go out and produce points. Like, yeah. I love Siakam. Each and every time the Raptors get the ball, he goes out on the break like yeah. a wide receiver running the fly route. Like yeah. he just goes so you can get him on the fast break. They outscored Charlotte on Monday night 31-5 on the fast break. The three-point shooting, it's been decent on the year. Whether you use Kawhi in the low block or starting from the outside, there's versatility there. Kyle Lowry just had it in second gear tonight. No need to put it in third or fourth, but when he does, he absolutely can. So there's just so many ways that this Raptors team can get you pending and, and this is the caveat here they stay healthy yeah exactly that, that's what it is because it's the sum of all the parts when it comes to this but group. even a developing storyline which is kind of definitely near the bottom is norm powell in 13 minutes had it, he looked good out there and that's something we haven't seen in a while so if you can get the defensive efforts and obviously him knocking on the three ball for this team that's another weapon in this deep arsenal of a raptor squad sad you still there anything else no he's gone he's happy thanks buddy Shout out to the, Hamil- to the hammer, the place of my birth, Dwayne. I know. It's always got a special part in your heart. Yes, Every time yes. it's the hammer calling in, you're extra, always the, extra The golden love. horseshoe. I love the city of Mississauga as well, so let's welcome Jay to the postgame show. What's going on, Jay? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing yeah. awesome, pal. What are you noticing? What are you liking what you're seeing? Uh, I think that Kawhi Lowry nickname might stick, actually, Dwayne. So <laughs> <laughs> They're both KL, right? KL squared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying killers the other day, but maybe that's uh, a little bit... Too intense. But, oh, yeah, come no, on, buddy. Cool. Like, we're all fine. We're all grown-ups. We I'm can put kidding, on our I'm big kidding. boy no, pants. No, I was super we're excited. Uh, I think Nick's tag of weapons, Nick Nurse with the fresh voice, leadership, uh, they're really resonating, or it's rather really resonating with the team. Kyle Lowry with a chip on his shoulder, maybe a boulder on his shoulder, something to prove. Uh, a legit MVP-type caliber, you know, top five, top six, and Kawhi Leonard, he's obviously got his, you know, uh, full strength back, just needs to get the rust off. But tonight was uh, Nick Nurse eloquently put it, I think, post-conference with uh, or post-game uh, conference with 
you know, tonight she was 15 of 23, 16 of 23, rather 9 of 22 the first night, was it? Right. And the difference yeah. is just getting it down. You know, he's getting high percentage shots consistently, and he backs down people with his strength, or, you know, he's got a nice touch, he can shoot the three ball, he's, he's got it all, so... Yeah, it's, it's, he's a pro, he's a problem. I mean, there was two plays where he drove down <laughs> no the lane, kidding. and it looked like he was going to dunk it into doing these finger rolls. And it's like the length of extension he has and the control. And I think that's the key thing with. And he's strong. Like, how do you stop a guy like that? I don't know. Like Koji tonight, the rookie. I, I thought he I thought he showed something. He's really yeah. athletic. He put him down in a break dance. I thought, like, he was doing looked, dance like dance it was revolution. The it was like Neo yes. in the Matrix where he put that move on him. And I think that's the problem with a guy like Kawhi. It's, he's so versatile and I mean at the beginning of the broadcast I said you know two of the two best two-way players in the game I feel like Kawhi kind of Kawhi healthy is the best two-way player in the game and I think he's shown that he's shown that so far this season I don't think we're not going to see a regression I think we're only going to see progression with him well but but he plays within the team concept he's not a chucker he's not a guy that dominates the ball he's not a James Harden he's not a Russell Westbrook and I love both those players right. and when you're that good sure go ahead but he plays within the team concept and nothing is forced well he took 23 shots JB took 11 the next player but it, I feel like he could have took 30 but tonight. also <laughs> didn't feel like it's like oh wow you know Kawhi it didn't feel like he was shooting a lot like no. we were watching it was like okay th- wow 20 shots no and it was all within the flow of the offense and Hey, give him the ball because he can make it happen. Thanks, Jay, for the phone call. It's not Jay. Let's go to Ray from or, from Richmond Hill. Or are you from Richmond, British Columbia? Where are you? Ray? Uh, no, I'm from Ontario, baby. Right on, brother. What's going on in the Richmond Hill tonight? Hey, first of all, guys, I got to say, I've been listening to you guys ever since you guys uh, started doing rap. You know what? And I got to tell you, like, me and my buddies are big rap fans. So I got to tell you, honestly, God, I, me and my buddies both wish that uh, you guys did all 82 games because you guys. You guys do unbelievable pre- and post-game show. Look, I'm in my 60s, for God's sake, so I've seen basketball from the 70s on. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, when I was a kid, I used to listen to a lot of NBA games, you know, on my right on. transistor radio. Pre- you guys are, like, one of the best I've ever heard in my life. So I, I just Appreciate wish you it. guys did all 82 games. So that's you know, you know I, I, I have an Uncle Ray. Are you sure you're not my Uncle Ray calling in? <laughs> hey, check's in the mail, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Where do you want to go with this? What, like, you know, never mind us. Know, Let's talk about the team, up. Ray. The fact that Nurse has separated uh, Abaka and Valentunas. I think yeah. both guys have elevated their games, and the way Abaka is playing now, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of us uh, Raptor fans were down on Ibaka last year in the second half, and particularly yes. in the playoffs, we thought, no, you know, this guy's lost a lot of steps since he left OKC. But honest to God, he seems so rejuvenated this year. Like his plays are just off the charts. Same with Lowry. Lowry looks like he's got legs like three, four years ago. It's amazing. But the thing about Kawhi that really, uh, like, now I know how, you know, people in Boston in the 80s, uh, how they felt when they saw Larry Bird play all the time, how Laker fans, when they saw Magic in his prime and Kobe in his prime, and how the Cavs fans, if you lived in Cleveland, if you were a Clevelander, you saw LeBron play, and now we have the opportunity to see Kawhi play 82 games, and what a privilege it is and what a joy it is. Like, all these guys have the same thing in common. They have such a great basketball IQ, yeah. and when you watch them play, it's like the anticipation, it's like the game... Like to see it in slow motion. It's just so effortless. It's so fluid in all the, in all the great stars. And it's such a privilege to finally have a superstar to play in your own backyard. And it's just, you know what? I'm just going to really enjoy the year and just, you know, have fun. Watch, you know, can't wait to watch every single Raptor game. So you guys keep up the great work. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, buddy. Love sure. you, Ray. Good stuff there. I love the basketball IQ part. Well, totally. I mean, I think, and that's the thing, like watching Kawhi, it's, 
the game does slow down. Like he, it's on a different level for him when you see it. And I think the best things we always talked about, like, do we have a guy we give the ball to when we need a basket? Every time you need a basket, a ball, Kawhi can make it happen. But I want to touch on what Ray said about Serge Ibaka. Look, I, me and you, we've both been down on Serge for a while in terms of what he's done. This season, he's been great. And I think the separation of JV and Serge has kind of made both of them better. And he's not trying to do too much. No, he's like, not. But, but now I think he has much more trust in what's going on around him. Yeah. I, well, you know, you, got, you have to be. And look, this isn't um, me playing up anything against DeMar DeRozan, but DeMar's style, where he put up big nights and big points I know and where thrill. You're going. He just wasn't as efficient on both ends, so it requires more work from all the players around him so he can get his. And I also feel with DeMar, and this isn't a knock on him either, but when DeMar's getting his shots, when Serge gets the ball, he feels like, well, i got to get my shots because I don't know if I'm going to get it back because Kyle's got to get his shots, DeMar's got to get his shots. And I feel like he'll get the ball and he's not instinctively looking to shoot every time. But I also see that like when Kyle used to run the pick and roll with Bismarck Biombo and it was like butter and Bismarck yep. was laughing. You're seeing that with Serge where Kyle is looking for him and giving him easy baskets to make right in the paint, which are a higher percentage for him, as opposed to him trying to create a shot on the perimeter. And that's what's making it easier. They have much more chemistry than they did last year. Very There's much. no doubt about that. Yeah. Let's slide in one more call. Alfonso, we're going back to the hammer. Shout out to Hamilton tonight. What's going on, Alfonso? Hey, not too much, guys. Um, I just want to talk a little, a little bit about the Raptors and uh I'm really impressed with how they're starting off. Like, to be honest, when uh, I heard about the trade with DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard, I was excited, but I wasn't sure how they were going to start off in the season. Like, I, I thought they might, would stay, I thought they would start off slow trying to build a chemistry, but what they're starting off with, like, the way Nick Nurse is handling the team and he's managing the team is just amazing the way he's doing it. And the one question I had for you guys also was basically, uh, I remember hearing in the beginning of the season how everybody was talking about Brad Stevens, you know, or other coaches in the league uh, becoming coach of the year because last year, you know, Dwayne Casey got it. But what do you think about Nick Nurse? Do you think if he can consistently make this team get these Ws, get big wins like this, don't you think he's also in the conversation of coach of the year for what he's been doing with this team, even though this is basically some some new faces, but also the, the way he's kind of put and gelled these guys together um, from the beginning of the season and also if he can consistently do it all the way to the end? If if he achieves, why not? You know, like it's all about him being able to keep this team on a higher level and just say this team has more regular season wins or is that much more dominant and takes that next step, then why the heck not? I mean, he's five games into his NBA coaching career. This isn't a knock on. Why? Just because Dwayne Casey won it last year? No, I think because. They're adding Kawhi Leonard, who is like a, a top five player in the league. They yeah, have, but a guy who didn't play for another coach who was an all-world coach last year. Let me make it clear. Nick <laughs> Nurse has done, Nick Nurse has done in this short of time and how he's you know, redetermined how this offense is going to flow and balancing minutes and rotations and, and, and got these guys integrated. And he's done a fantastic job and far better than I thought. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to be in consideration because he should if he plays as well. Well, just because there was an element of an unknown. Agreed. agreed. He, he's so never done this before. As a first-year coach coming in to a, to an – and it's harder to, to get success with an established team than a bad team. You know what I mean? And that's what I think the challenge is. So definitely think he should be in consideration. And not this isn't a knock on him. I think just based on how they're looking at voting and what happens, they're going to say, well, he went to a team that – Set franchise record in wins last year. They added a player with Kawhi Leonard's right. caliber. And we don't know. And, and like, honestly, we don't yeah. know how the season's going to play out. All I know is so far so good. Yes. I feel I, I feel like over my years of watching basketball, in, in, in you two and anyone out there that's listening right now, you got to feel when a coach has a good read of the team and when they're executing and when they're running as they should. And right now, I've, I, I don't think I've questioned Nick Nurse once. I haven't. On, the, on, on this season. And... 
and and when you don't notice the coach in that way, that means good things. And when you look down, and you see the way he's talking to players, and he jumps up. He knows in the moment when to bring on players, when to switch things up. I just think he's got it spot on, and his presentation, just the things that he said, the way things he's gone about his business, whether it's refereeing, yep. managed, like good words about Norman Powell tonight, good yep. words about Serge Ibaka after game number one. I think he's hitting all the right buttons so far in terms of the adjustments, in terms of managing all the personnel he's got and getting the most out of. The players, I think that's been significant. And you're right, all the way he's not even handling the media, but just like saying the right things to kind of empower empower his players or even acknowledge the deficiencies of the officials, all that stuff. He's done a great job. Raptors win 112, 105, 5 and 0, or should I say Kawhi 5 and 0 on the season thus far. More of your phone calls, and you're going to hear from the play by play duo on the television side of things, Matt Devlin and the coach Jack Armstrong. Their thoughts about tonight's performance that's coming up next. Wheeler and Watson with you. This is the Raptors post game show right here on TSN 1050. Leonard, far side, right wing, on the bounce against Derrick Rose. Between the legs, isolated, drives to the baseline, fall away, jumper, good again! Kawhi Leonard with a clutch short corner, 14-footer, 108-101 Toronto, timeout Minnesota. Paul Jones, Sherman Hamilton on the call. Great job, as always, by the boys tonight. 112-105 was your final on a night where the score seemed a whole lot more close than the game actually was. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you at Wheeler TSN at Dwayne Watson. The phone lines are open at 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050, and toll-free at 1-855-591-6876. Early in the game, Dwayne. I thought that we were going to be on triple-double watch yeah. for Kyle Lowry. Started off the game really strong, put up some big numbers. Then it was almost like he just slipped into facilitator, uh, facilitator mode because he was just bringing everyone else on the team into it, not forcing his shot. It was, it, And you see him do it from time to time. And I guess you need to manage yourself over the course of of a 82-game schedule because here's all the players that took more shots than Kyle Lowry tonight. Butler, Gibson, Towns, Akoji, Teague, Rose, Leonard, Abaka, Valanchunas, then Kyle Lowry with just nine shot attempts on the night. And you know what? I don't mind it at all because he is so smart where he knows when to pick his spots, knows when he needs to turn it on and do a little bit more. When you say manage, I also probably feel managed for the game tonight because knowing that DeLon Wright wasn't quite right tonight, that he would be carrying the load. Of course, Lorenzo Brown stepped in and gave them 12 minutes tonight. But knowing that, you know, Kyle's going to have to not be that guy where he can't go hard and you know push and draw charges and push the tempo and do all that stuff because he's going to be expected to do more running the offense. So it's kind of like as a smart veteran, I think the thing about Kyle is he knows when to push himself and knows when. You don't really see Kyle going, hey, what are you doing? And I think the, the beauty of him as a point guard is he knows when to regulate himself. Yeah, but he still had his double-double, 13 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, despite, you know, just kind of just, again, playing facilitator. Yep. He's averaging 10 assists, bang on, Solid. through five games this season. Oh, and four steals, by the way, too. Yeah, right. Not bad. Yeah. The, the ten assists are a good thing. Yeah, like he it just the way that he's moving around the ball. Um, again, he's not forcing the situation. Whatever. Do you have turnover numbers for for Kyle? Yeah, six. He had six turnovers. Did he have six? Yeah, six turnovers. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really notice it. It's, to yeah, tell you the truth, and he was a plus thirteen on the. He night. was a plus twenty two in the first half for crying out loud. Yeah. 
Uh, the, the other player I wanted to give a shout-out to was Pascal Siakam. Really, I thought that starting five, I know that Danny Green had a little bit of an off-shooting night, but that starting five of Lowry, Green, Leonard, Siakam, Ibaka has some really nice chemistry. And I think Ibaka is like, or sorry, make that Siakam is the cherry on top. Got into foul trouble, but the way that he extends the floor with his athleticism, some of those quick, like nice little intricate passes inside Leonard to Siakam, they make it look so easy. Just he's a player, now on a nightly basis, I find myself saying, dude has got it. Whatever it is, he has it. And the 27th pick of the first round a couple of years back, yeah. like it's very San Antonio Spurs-esque, yeah, it isn't like it? who? And I think the thing is, Pascal's the guy, like, you don't look at Pascal Siakam's box score because it will not tell you, like, what he brings to the game. I mean, I'll read it out, though. Right? I mean, like, he was four for six from the field, uh, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks, um, no turnovers, and nine points, plus right. seven. But you don't see the... The, the defensive intensity. You don't see the, the energy he brings. You don't see the speed he, he moves in transition. Uh, all in the little things he does. So I think that's why, that's why he's a pleasant surprise, and that's why he works with this lineup, because he's a guy who can fit in and like do his thing but not take away from the other guys. I've heard the argument be made, though, that Siaka would almost be better coming off the bench, providing much more balance. I'm cool with him in the starting five because I think that he turns a good starting five into a great one. And that's no disrespect to OG Ananobi, but Siakam right now, at his point of his development versus Ananobi's, can do some things that OG can't. And vice versa. But I think that's the beauty of this team where we see you know so many fluctuating lineups where it doesn't really matter who's starting because they're still going to get their minutes. And maybe you might find the matchup and feel that OG can stretch the floor better than Pascal. But Pascal's still going to come on the floor and do his thing whenever he gets on the floor. So I think the new thing about this team is you don't necessarily get married. I don't feel – don't get married to – certain lineups per se because they're so fluid but I think Pascal regardless of who's in the four with is going to give you that same input every time 416-870-1050 and toll free at 1-855-591-6876 what has impressed you the most about this five star perfect 5-0 and start to the season for the Toronto Raptors uh, Matt Devlin, Jack Armstrong, the coach they called the game tonight on Canada Sports Leader on the television side of things and here's what they had to say after tonight's 112-105 win Uh, Kawhi Leonard was absolutely sensational for the second time this season. He scored 31 or more points and a season best 35 points beyond efficient. Uh, that's an understatement. You're right. And and I, I thought there were times tonight that the Raptors really struggled and he made tremendous individual plays. Uh, that great play is normally due to get you over the hump on a night where... I don't necessarily think the Raptors had their A game tonight, but he did. And there were so many plays that you can just witness and the evidence right here in front of you on the screen where he just made a play. Look at this one right here. Dialing up, bang, and beating the shot clock as well. So he was excellent tonight. The efficiency was there. And just an outstanding all-around game. And he, and he shot 65% in the last two games. 40% his first two games. So what a difference. So when we talk about getting your legs under you and getting more pop in your game, what a difference between his first two games and his last two games. He looks like a different player. Uh, the efficiency level better and just the more explosiveness. He's getting back to being that guy that we know was one of the great players in our game. 
The big adjustment that was made this season, along with the additions of Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, was quite frankly at the center position and also at the four. Because as of yet, Serge Ibaka and, uh, and Jonas Valanciunas have not played together. They've both played the center position, the five, and both of them have excelled. Well, they are. And, and to me, I think what's happening is the, the court is open more. They're getting more of these. They're getting one-on-one -on -one opportunities without the defense camped out on them. Defense sloughs that time. Valanciunas gets a three. But spacing is a big thing. Having an extra shooter on the floor, it allows them to operate one-on-one -on -one against their assignment. And I think they get a better high percentage quality shot per trip, which I think leads to higher efficiency. No Fred Van Vliet tonight, so we'll certainly watch to see if he's ready DeLon to go. DeLon Wright only played five minutes yeah, tonight as well. See if they're ready to go on Friday night against Dallas as we send it back to you. And a chance on Friday night for a franchise record 6-0 start to the season. That was Matt Devlin and Jack Armstrong, Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson back with you. At Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson, and the phone lines are open at 416-870-1050 and toll free 1-855-591-6876. Uh, the Fred Van Vliet injury caught us by surprise. Yeah. He's dealing with turf toe. I think the team really missed him tonight. I thought the second unit, although there were some decent individual performances, lacked that little bit of chemistry. And really, you noticed in the playoffs last year when he was hurt as well, Dwayne, this team, this bench, not the same without Van Vliet, and it just shows you how important he really is. Yeah, I mean, we saw some possessions with the second unit where the Shawcocks winding down, they were forced to make tough shots, or you know, their inability to get stops, and I think Fred can do both. I mean, on the offense, he can get to the cup whenever he wants to, and he's a guy who can make those switches or get around it and get his active hand. So I think right. he brings so much to this team, and, and again, in a quiet kind of way, right? Like we talk about how quiet is it. So while this team obviously could take care of business without him, it's so much better with him in the lineup. And if DeLon Wright isn't ready to go, I if, look, if he can only play five minutes tonight and then says, look, I'm tight, I can't do it, then that tells me that he's due to keep some more, or have some more time on the sidelines. So that means more of an opportunity for players uh, like Lorenzo Brown and Norm Powell to get more of a look. Yep. And look, L Lorenzo, I thought, settled things down, did much better there, but he's not Van Vliet or Wright at this point. Just no. he hasn't developed that comfort at the NBA level. But I thought Norm Powell stepped up and did a much better job tonight. And maybe he can handle the ball a little bit more with him out. I was really pleased with what Norm brought today to the, to the game in terms of Norm finding his way in terms of, you know, we talk about guys who are pressing a little too much. And, you know, it's a little different with Lorenzo because I think he's just trying to find his comfort spot. That's and I think it. Norm kind of had a tendency where he was trying to do too, too much. And he played good basketball today. And I think he's going to be another positive. I mean, the, the lineup is as it is with DeLon and – Fred are back in the lineup. There might not be room for Norm, but this whole next man up mentality. And when he first stepped in an injury, uh, when Demari Carroll was out, he was that guy. And I think he has to find his spot. But the comfort level is better there. We know he can play defense when he's turned on. And I think, you know, they might can't get him on Friday to keep up to do that. Turf toe can be a real pain. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> just, just like the adductor injury that, yeah. that DeLon Wright, like we we saw DeMar DeRozan uh, miss substantial time with an adductor injury yep. as well so both players i mean point guard is such a position of strength for this team so maybe you lean a little bit more on kyle lowry over this next stretch there's no maybe i mean everything is project long term so they're not going to try and like get 
Fred or DeLon back before they're ready for the sake of maintaining this win streak. They're looking long-term, big picture. And also the challenges for other guys to step up, like Norman, Lorenzo, this is your moment. This is your opportunity. You're not going to be called on every night, but there's times we're going to need you. You've got to step up. No kidding. Do you think that Lorenzo Brown can at this level? I mean, he was the MVP of the G League last year. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not no small accomplishment. Well, I know, and you've seen him, and I've seen him, I've seen him play the G League level, and it's, he's a different player at that level. And I yeah. think, you know, I'm not saying he'd come and be that guy in the NBA, but he has to, I think it's just finding the comfort and confidence to kind of play a little right. bit more loose. And I think that's going to happen with the more reps he gets. But, you know, I want to go back to Kawhi, and I think he was so fantastic tonight. He's not going to play like this every single night. No. But when he isn't as efficient. But it looks like a, he can. Well, to be no, fair. Agreed. But even when he doesn't, you have a guy like Kyle Lowry playing at that level. So the best thing about this club is that different guys are going to step up in, in different ways, like with no Fred in the lineup. And I think that's what makes what makes me very impressed with this ball club. Do you want to hear from Kawhi Leonard? What? Big night, 35 points on 15 of 23 shooting. His most efficient, arguably best night. There's been only four of them, but so far <laughs> as a member of the Toronto Raptors. And he spoke post-game, and here's what Kawhi Leonard had to say. Kawhi, five games in, how are you feeling? I feel good. Um, we're on the right track. We uh, won every game so far, and just got to keep going. With your own game, are you feeling each game a little less rust, a little more used to everything? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy that I'm out there playing and I'm healthy and I'm able to enjoy the game with my teammates. Corey, what happened on that steal? Dove for it. Exactly what you just said. Um, just dove for the ball. Uh, had an awareness that he was going to bounce past it to him. And I was able to get the steal. You've done many of those before? Yeah, I have a few. I uh, can't really recall, but it's not my first time. Could you see the ball? No. I couldn't see it at all. You got a little bit more run with the, the second group today, especially to begin the, the second quarter there. Is there a different sort of pace, a different style that, that you've got to play when you're with those guys compared to Kyle and, and the starters? Uh, yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, Coach Nick um, does a great job of, you know, getting us all in our positions uh, at practice, letting us, um, you know, play freely, um, putting us in our sets as well. So it's, it's a little different because Kyle's not on the floor. And, you know, we're missing Fred tonight in that second unit. So I got the ball in my hands a little bit more and, you know, just just trying to make opportunities for other players or myself. How important was that production in the second unit? It was very important. Uh, you know, they gave us some energy. I think they brought the lead back up to either 9 or 11 at that time. And they're playing well. Um, you need a good bench to be able to win. Are you kind of seeing what Coach wants in terms of the interchangeable parts, whether it's starters, second unit, whoever's on the floor, and the familiar that everybody has? We pretty much knew coming into training camp the style of coaching he was going to have during the season. And um, so it's not nothing shocking to me the way he's changing up the lineups. Love it. Kawhi Leonard and his post-game talk, 35 points. He's got the Dwayne Watson base in his Not voice. even. He's, he's so he soothing. deep. I could like, listen to Kawhi fall asleep to you. Buddy, C.J. Miles on the GoDaddy commercial where he's trying to sleep. <laughs> he's got sheep. He's got the aromatherapy. He's, he's, he's got like the, the therapeutic music. Add the Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi reading like bedtime stories. <laughs> 
No problem. I, I, I love he's reacting, with, and he was asked about a pass. And if you go online, you're going to be able to see this. Go to Raptors. Go to at TSN 1050. Go wherever. Kawhi Leonard with a diving defensive play, no-look breakup, no-look steal yeah. of a bounce pass. That sounds like so the no-look steal. Hello. And he's like, I've done it before. But he just read the play. Yeah. That, that's what it is. Like, he knew that that ball was coming there. So why not? Take a, take a gamble. You know? And it, it worked out for him. Hey, he has the length and the size of his hands to make those gambles be pretty effective. Look, and, and very complimentary of head coach Nick Nurse as well. Like hearing that. As we should. Or is that a dig on Popovich? No, 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 no. no. I mean, I, I, Nick I don't Nurse think deserves all the praise for what he's done with this lineup so far and really managed this team. It, it just shows me a belief in what this team is trying to do. And look, like Kawhi Leonard got the early hook as Jimmy Butler sat down. He was struggling out of the gate. And Kawhi Leonard, whenever he comes off, he just understands like that it's not forever. Like he's the, he, he's not the star player that's looking just out to get his put up his numbers. For sure, for sure. It's about the process, right? And he is just so likable. Like, look, I, I think that the MV chan, MVP chants are a little bit rich this early in the season. Yeah. Like, if you're buddy, I know. Yeah, the, I know. I, I know you're, you're right. Game though, it's like five. It's like okay, if you want it to be sincere, then let's start game fifty. You know what I mean? Like that that yeah. seems more real. No, like right. it seems forced when it's game five, not game fifty. You wanna play the game we shouldn't play? What's that game? Well, we're sitting in the arena and obviously on the big screen there's the up next three upcoming games for the Raptors. Okay. So um so, so, so the, uh, the next three, we'll be with you both on Friday night and on Monday. Raptors of the weekend off, by the way. Friday night, right here against the Dallas Mavericks, a team who was up 51-25 or the Atlanta Hawks tonight and ended up losing 111-104. They got outscored what? in the fourth quarter, 31-17. to What? And Trey Young shot three for 12, so it wasn't even like Trey right. did his regular shooting bananas. So, so they got the Mavericks coming into town, then at Milwaukee, then against the 76ers. Give, are you are you asking me to pick out? Well, yeah, we could both. Yeah, let's, let's, I'm know. going three and zero. Oh. I think the Raptors sweep that away. Okay. I uh, I I don't think that the Sixers are all that. I know it's difficult on a back to back, but at least the tail end of the back to back, you're playing at home, not away. I like the Mavericks. I like the Sixers. I don't think they're ready. Um, the Bucks. I'm not sure yet. I'm not saying that. You know, they're also undefeated as well. I think it's going to be interesting. But you know what? What I do like is the the Giannis. Kawhi matchup. I like the fact that we have an elite defender to kind of deal with these elite superstars in this league. Well, but whether it's Jimmy Butler tonight, Giannis, whether it was like the LeBron athletic James, wings of like matter. Jason Paul Tatum, Jalen Brown. Exactly. I know. Exactly. So that's a big deal. Uh, so big game coming up on Friday. Mavericks are in town. We'll deal with our poll question tonight next about maybe who's the top Canadian basketball player right now. Didn't get to see Andrew Wiggins tonight, but is he even really truly in the mix anymore? We'll get into that next. Raptors win 112-105. Wheeler and Watson right here on TSN 1050. Raptors 5-0, and they beat the Timberwolves 112-105. Wheeler and Watson still inside the Scotiabank Arena as they're cleaning up inside. No need to take off the court, replace it with ice. The Raptors back in action Friday night against the Mavericks, a game you can listen to right here on this fine station. What do you think about the Timberwolves tonight, Dwayne? No Andrew Wiggins? 
Uh, I really like that rookie, Akogi. Yeah. Like, he was active. I know he's 4 or 14, but like five shots were on one series where he just, just couldn't get the ball to drop, but he's athletic. I, I think the team has something. I'm not sure how much, but they have something. Derek Rose looks a completely different player now, which yeah. is a good thing. My biggest question is a big man in the middle. Carl Anthony Towns yeah. didn't do much didn't whatsoever. Do much. That, that's the thing. I think, you know, this team obviously is going to look at the deal with Jimmy Butler, but. I don't think they're a playoff team this year, and I think they've got to build around Towns and Wiggins and whatnot. They got some pieces, and Kogi led the team in rebounding today, eleven boards, which was great. But I think actually game high, never mind. But um, I don't really think about the Timberwolves, and you know I think Thibodeau has his guys and plays to his guys, which is fine. But this franchise needs to turn a corner. I mean, they haven't right. won in Toronto in fifteen years. Crazy. Seven players in double digits tonight. Nowhere near enough. Again, the score uh, looked much closer than the actual game was played. Uh, we had a spicy meatball of a poll oh, question tonight. Because we, yes, we didn't see Andrew Wiggins play, but which begs the question, who's the best Canadian basketball player right now? We, we, we gave four options, okay? Andrew Wiggins, Jamal Murray, Nick Stauskas, because he's been on flames with the Portland Trailblazers, or R.J. Barrett. Andrew Wiggins gets 32% of the vote Wins as the, the best poll. Canadian player. R.J. Barrett, 31%. Playing play for the NBA. No, no, but I, I <laughs> yep. think that's a hype. But I, I would have gone with Jamal Murray at 26%. He's got to be the best right now, right? I would have to agree with you. I think what, what he's doing with, with the Denver Nuggets as well, and I mean, offensively, he's, he's kind of taking the mantle, and it's not a knock on Wiggins' talent, but... Jamal Murray's a scorer and like leading his this this Nuggets team is, is something else and I mean definitely in the NBA for sure. But R.J. Barrett is cast me out right now. I mean the upside of potential of that guy, what he can do is something. We had a couple write-in votes for Dwight Powell. Uh, Dwight Powell and the Dallas Mavericks will be in town on Friday night, so maybe we'll add him to the list for the visiting uh, the, the visiting Dallas Mavericks. Well, it was also rated for Kawhi. It was four four tonight. Oh yeah, Kawhi Leonard's now Canadian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not sure if he's gonna go there. <laughs> I don't okay. Think so. okay, but hey, as a Canadian resident right now, all good. Let the good times roll. Raptors win behind Kawhi Leonard's 35 points, 112, 105 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, great job tonight. Dwayne Watson, hit him up at Dwayne Watson. We'll be back same spot, same time, same channel on yep. Friday nights. One more win. One more win. Might as well make it six. I need to come up with a line because it's five. And we delivered a victory. Happy birthday to Drake, thirty-two years old. And also of age. happy birthday to Mrs. Wheeler. To Mrs. Wheeler, my wife. Um, just one year older. <laughs> Born on the same day as my other boy, Wayne Rooney. So quite the day today. Oh, there you go. It's and we'll celebrate trick. with Raptors win and a Maple Leafs win tonight, so all's good in the city we call home. Thanks to Dwayne Watson. Thanks to Champagne Stevie, back by her side, back from Jamaica, inside the booth inside the Scotiabank Center. Uh, arena, that is. Uh, Keith Bauer down low, along with Paul Jones and Sherman Hamilton and Natasha Shivraj and Tyler Hunt, our Capitano, back in our agent court headquarters. On behalf of everyone here at TSN 1050, I am Gareth Wheeler. We'll be back Friday night. Raptors win. Enjoy the rest of your night, Toronto.